Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hi, babe. How are you? Welcome back to the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I am pre-recording this because as you're listening to this, I will be, or I am, I don't know what tense to use right now, in LA for the first time since moving to New York City in May of 2022. And I considered giving myself a little bit of a break, i.e. taking a little break from the podcast, but I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I didn't want to leave you without an episode. So as I'm recording this, I'm leaving. I know this is all very confusing right now. I'm confusing myself right now. As I'm recording this, I am getting on a flight in five hours. And I, at the very last minute, was like, I don't want to leave them without a podcast episode. (laughs) And I won't have my recording equipment with me while I'm in LA. And I just feel like I don't want to leave you hanging. So I'm pre-recording this episode for you so that you have a little some something from me while I'm gone. I am so excited about this trip. As I mentioned, I have not been back to California since I moved almost a year ago, and I haven't really had the urge to go back if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Of course, I miss my friends. I miss my mom. I miss certain places in LA, but I've really been enjoying my new life here in New York. And again, just have not had the urge to go back. However, even though spring is on the horizon, which means warmer weather is on its way to me here in New York, I'm just cold. I'm cold in general, okay? I have not had any problem with the weather since I moved here. I've really enjoyed having seasons. It's so fun and different for me coming from living my entire life in Southern California where there are no seasons. So it's been fun for me. But I was like chatting to my mom the other day. I was like, I am ready to come home. I'm cold. She's like, put a jacket on, turn up the heat. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just cold in general. I'm ready for some sunshine. So I'm flying into Palm Springs and spending a week in Palm Springs and then spending a week-ish in Orange County and LA, which I'm so excited about. As you're listening to this, this Saturday, I will be teaching a class with Aloe Yoga in Venice. More details about that are on my Instagram, which is linked in the show notes. If you're listening to this in real time, I would love for you to come and flow with me if there are still spots available. Head to my Instagram for the link to sign up. I'm so excited about that. And yeah, I'm just like really excited to see my friends, see my mom, get some vitamin D. I've never been this pale in my life. I feel like I look unwell and I'm just like, yeah, really looking forward to this time. So with all of that being said, I, again, didn't want to leave you hanging this week and I thought I would do a short and sweet episode about boosting your confidence. Confidence for me, believe it or not, is not something that has always come naturally to me. It did when I was younger. I feel like I was an innately 
confident and outgoing and excitable and self-assured human when I was younger. And then somewhere along the way throughout my childhood experiences within my family and getting bullied in school, confidence felt like it became out of reach for me. And it's been a practice and an intentional effort for me to regain my confidence. And I also will say that confidence ebbs and flows for me. I go through periods of my life where I feel really confident and then others where I feel less confident. So all of that to say that I can tell you from experience, confidence is something that can be learned and it's something that can feel more natural and accessible and easier to tap into with practice. And I wrote down a list of things that you can do today and every day moving forward that will help you feel more confident. Because I am leaving on a flight very soon and I need to get myself and the dogs ready, I'm just gonna kind of run through this list. And if there is anything in this list that you want me to expand on in a future episode, leave a comment on my latest Instagram post and let me know. And I'm more than happy to expand on it in a future episode when I have a little bit more time. Number one, commit to a hobby and a practice. Having something that you're passionate about, that you can pour yourself into, that you can commit yourself to improving in or on is a confidence booster. Yoga, for instance, showing up regularly for that practice and feeling your strength increasing and feeling the internal shifts happening definitely boosts your confidence. Committing to something that makes you feel good, that you get quote unquote better at, is a confidence booster. Number two is accept compliments when you receive them. I am so bad at this. It's something that I'm really, really working on. And I have to actively stop myself from essentially denying a compliment when I receive it. You know, when someone's like, oh, I love your shirt. My initial thought is to dampen, dampen, dampen. I immediately want to say, oh, really? No, it's just, or oh, I got it on sale. Or oh, if someone's like, oh my gosh, you look so great today. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Stop. No, 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 no. This way of being, this way of showing up is denying yourself the opportunity to feel confident. I think that this becomes a habit in some of us through various experiences. I know for myself, just off the top of my head, getting bullied in school, as well as having an abusive partner at one point in my life who made me feel, in both instances, in the bullying and the bullying from my abusive partner, these people made me feel bad for feeling confident or bad for looking or feeling beautiful or bad for being good at something. And so I think in our brains, we can start to tell ourselves, well, in order to be loved or more relatable, I should not quote unquote boast or agree with them, you know, and happy, healthy people who love you are giving you these compliments because they want you to feel good because they want you to know that they are acknowledging that you are beautiful or smart or good at something or that you look great. And a way for you to help boost your confidence is to accept those compliments when you receive them. 
allow yourself to take that good, positive, loving feedback in. This goes so much deeper than just a way to help boost your confidence. I think that this is something that can help you shift your internal narrative and limiting beliefs and your identity and self-image, but give yourself permission to be, do, look, and feel good. Your success does not hinder anybody else's success. Your beauty does not diminish anybody else's beauty. It's okay to love yourself and accept compliments when you receive them. Number three is to practice daily affirmations. Come up with a list of affirmations that help counteract your limiting beliefs. Number four, and arguably the most important, keep the promises that you make to yourself. We go day in and day out making promises to our work, to our friends, our loved ones, our partners, and we keep these promises. We show up when we say we're going to show up. We do what we say we're going to do. But then oftentimes when it comes to us, we break the promises that we make to ourselves. And it's really hard to have confidence in someone that you can't trust. And you can't trust someone that doesn't do what they say they're going to do. So if you're making promises to yourself and not keeping them, you ultimately are proving to yourself or showing yourself that you can't trust yourself. And if you can't trust yourself, having confidence in yourself is going to be really freaking hard. Keep the promises that you make to yourself. If you say you're going to go to yoga on Monday, go to yoga on Monday. I know it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but think of the promises that you make to yourself like dominoes. Right When you set up dominoes in a big, I don't even know how to explain it, uh, design, right? Each one knocks down the other to create whatever design you're making. I don't even know if I'm making sense, but hopefully you're getting a visual here. All these small promises that you make to yourself that seem insignificant compiled have a big effect on your life and the way that you feel about yourself. Keeping the promises that you make to yourself is also one of the biggest shifts that you can make that's going to help you achieve your goals and do the things that you say that you're going to do. That could be a whole podcast episode on its own too, but for the purposes of me being short on time, I'm going to leave it at that. The next one is to learn to enjoy being alone. It is so more than okay and honestly necessary to spend time with other people. Having outside relationships is so important. Friendships, romantic relationships, family, gathering with people. We are humans. We need human connection. I'm not saying that we don't. But if you want the most out of life, you have to learn how to enjoy spending time by yourself. Again, this kind of goes back to keeping the promises that you make to yourself. The relationship that you have with you sets the tone for every other relationship in your life. Just like you need to keep the promises that you make to yourself, you also need to enjoy spending time with yourself. Treating yourself the way you want to be treated and showing up for yourself the way that you desire other people to show up for you and becoming the type of person that you would want to spend time with is incredibly powerful and it's a major confidence booster. There was a time in my life where I relied on the company of others to do anything and everything. If I didn't have somebody to go try this new restaurant, then I just wouldn't go and try it. If I didn't have somebody to go on a walk with, I just wouldn't go on a walk. If I didn't have somebody to go to the mall with, then I just wouldn't go to the mall. And that was a really sad way for me to live my life because while I hope that we all have people in our lives that we can rely on, it's unfair to 
us to let our lives be dependent on the actions of others. So learning how to be self-sufficient and learning how to enjoy spending time by yourself and learning how to be confident in doing things alone, it's such a small act, really, if you really actually think about it in the grand scheme of things, going to lunch by yourself or going to a coffee shop by yourself and letting yourself be seen and letting yourself sit in those uncomfortable feelings of what it might feel like to be alone is such a power move. It really is. And it really does boost your confidence in all areas of your life. I actually have a podcast episode on this. It is episode 101, enjoying solitude and finding contentment alone. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. Or you know what? If you already did listen to it and you don't remember it, go back and give it a re-listen. The next thing I have written down is to look at what you've already achieved. I think it's really easy for us to lose confidence in those moments where we start to tell ourselves that we haven't achieved anything, right? We can get in these moments where we're spiraling and we're like, I can't do anything and everything's hard and nothing's working. And that's just not true. I can say with nearly 100% certainty you have faced challenges in your life that you have overcome. And if you can't think of any off the top of your head, get your journal out, sit down with yourself and really think about it. Reflect on what you have achieved and overcome in your life. I don't care if it's big or small, but make a list of things that you've already achieved and remind yourself that you can do hard things, that you have overcome other things in your life and let that fuel your confidence moving forward. And on that note, think of things that you're innately good at. Everybody has strengths and talents. And I have to say that when you are leaning into and tapping into your innate gifts, confidence starts to flow. There are things that you are good at that other people might not be as good at. We each have a collection of talents and gifts that are natural to us. And I think if you can lean into those things and take advantage of those innate strengths and talents, you'll start to gain a little momentum and that in itself boosts your confidence. Number eight is to set some goals for yourself. Set achievable, attainable goals. This is so random, but one thing that I like to do every day is make my bed when I wake up in the morning. It's a little goal. It's a little goal that I achieve. And when I achieve that goal, I have already ticked something off my list. And that helps me gain momentum and feel more confident when I tackle other goals. Think of some daily goals that are attainable and achievable for you and let those be your momentum goals, if you will. Confidence and motivation come from practice and momentum. I think you have to celebrate your small wins. You have to start to feel how good it feels when you do what you say you're going to do. Again, this goes back to the keeping the promises that you make to yourself. And, And maybe you set some goals that are smaller and achievable, like making your bed every day or walking for 10 minutes every morning. But then also set some goals that are a little out of reach, but that you still think that you can get to, right? Don't say like, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars this month. If you're currently making a hundred extra dollars, see if you can make 150 extra dollars or whatever the amount, you know, but find some goals that feel just slightly out of reach and make a plan to make those things happen. And that will boost your confidence for sure. 
Okay, I have a couple left here. The next one is to change up your style. Now, if you're not a visual person, this might not do it for you. I myself am a very visual person and the energy of my space and the way that I get dressed and if I take time to get myself a little bit ready has a massive impact on how I'm showing up and how confident I feel. I am a homebody. I love being at home. I also love being in sweatpants. And you know what? I'm not mad about it. However, I go through periods of time where I can, I like to call it my sloppy girl era, (laughs) where I'll be, and I've gotten rid of most of my sloppy girl sweats uh, since moving, but I did have a couple of, I don't even want to call them outfits because that's not what they were, but we'll call them outfits. Outfits that were old, had holes in them, looked like they had been lived in, and that was part of the appeal for me, okay? They were very comfortable, and I felt very comfortable, but I noticed that when I would wear them, I just didn't feel confident. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel like I was ready to take on the day. And some people might be like, you know, what I get dressed in doesn't matter. Like with everything, take what you like, leave what you don't. For me, when I take time to get dressed and express myself through my style, even if it is a sweatsuit, but it's like a matching sweatsuit and I'm looking and feeling cute, I feel so much more confident. So if you are struggling with feeling confident, change up your style. See how you can elevate some of your comfy, sloppy girl era outfits, if you will, into something that looks a little bit more put together and stylized. How do you feel? That's the most important thing. It doesn't matter about the way that you look. It matters about the way that you feel. Speaking of the way that you feel, work on your self-image and identity through self-discovery work. The Yoga Inspired Life program is a self-discovery program and self-image and identity are at the core of that. And this kind of ties in with the next point that I wrote down, which is get clear about your core values, which is again, something that we talk about in the Yoga Inspired Life program, but having clarity on your self-image and identity, taking time to work on yourself, taking time for self-development and self-growth will boost your confidence. Self-discovery work and self-reflection and self-growth, that type of work is like you investing in your confidence bank account. The clearer you are about who you are and what you want, and the more refined and intentional your core values are and your self-image is, the more confident you're going to feel. And just like you can't have confidence in somebody that you can't trust, how can you have confidence in someone that you don't really know that well? And I know you might be thinking like, well, Shayla, what do you mean? I don't know myself that well. If you're not doing self-discovery and and self-reflection work, chances are you probably don't know yourself very well. Or you might know this version of yourself that you're showing up as, but it's not intentional and it's not in alignment with what you really want. So work on your self-image and identity through self-discovery work. Get clear about your core values. The last two are distance yourself from negativity. This probably seems like a no-brainer, but I can think back to so many times in my life where I was struggling with my confidence and still spending time with people who made me feel like shit about myself. Your happiness and your feelings are your responsibility. Okay, that's what I really believe. So with that knowledge, if you are spending time with people or consuming content from people on social media, or through a podcast, or through a TV show that is making you feel badly about yourself, then it is your responsibility to take action on that. Think about the people that you spend the most time with, 
Think about the podcasts that you're listening to, the TV shows that you're watching, the books you're reading, the videos and photos that you're watching on social media. How do these things make you feel? If they're not making you feel better or at the very least good or neutral, then maybe it's time to distance yourself. I'm not saying that you need to end friendships and relationships, bye-bye everyone and everything and live like a recluse, okay? It doesn't have to be that extreme. But it's your responsibility to pay attention to the way things that you are engaging with are making you feel. If there's somebody in your life that has a negative effect on you, but they're important to you, have a conversation with them. Share how you feel. If it's somebody in your life that is not that important and they're making you feel like crap about yourself, do yourself the biggest favor and distance yourself. You can build and cultivate confidence while dealing with negativity, but it's harder. It makes it harder. And why make it harder for yourself? Why create more struggle for yourself? You can't escape negativity altogether. That's something that I've learned. (laughs) So I I don't think that that is something that you should work towards, but I think that there are ways that you can decrease the amount of negativity that you experience on a daily basis. And it's up to you to take a look at your life and the people in your life and the things that you're consuming and see if you can make some changes. And last but not least, deepen your knowledge. Deepen your knowledge in your field of work or in areas that you are passionate about or on history or on a subject that you're interested in. Learning and growing is a great way to boost your confidence. Deepen your knowledge. If you're interested in yoga, read some books about yoga. I have a whole list of books on my blog, which is linked in the show notes. Or if you are a yoga teacher and you're not feeling confident, maybe you do an additional certification. Or if you're a fitness trainer, maybe you take a prenatal training. You know, there are so many things that you can do depending on the field that you're in. But deepening your knowledge and expanding your toolkit is a great way to build confidence and boost your confidence. That was my little list that I had written down. There are so many more things I can think of, but again, I got to get on a flight here soon. So I'm going to leave it at that. And I think I mentioned this a couple of times in this episode about the Yoga Inspired Life program. The course is an open and closed program, which means I open it on an intuitive basis. There is a cycle currently in session now. So the program is closed, but I open it a couple of times a year and I'm thinking maybe in the next month or two, I will reopen it. So if self-discovery is something that you're wanting to focus on, head to the show notes and click the link where it says learn more about the Yoga Inspired Life program and add yourself to the wait list. Once a date is decided on for the reopening of the program, the first to be notified is the wait list. So add yourself to the wait list so that you can get more info on that. And taking it back to confidence again for one last minute, just Remember that just like everything and anything else in life, look at boosting and cultivating and building confidence as a practice. The more you do it, the more intentional you are with it, the easier it will get. It will ebb and flow, but it is, I believe, a learned skill. So I hope that these tips and things that I shared today help. 
I'm gonna love you and leave you so myself and the girls can hop on this plane back to the West Coast. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night whenever you're listening. I love you so much and I will catch you in next week's episode. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.